Put on your baggies and maraches too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group, hosted by your boys, Pete. And PJ. That's right. Hello, PJ. You remembered to Hello, say your Peter. name this time. I remembered last time. You remembered every time. Oh, yeah. That was just a test for the listener to see if they were paying attention. Because if they went, whoa, whoa, then they didn't, they didn't listen to any of Who's that episodes. new boy talking? <laughs> they never heard your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, that's okay. It's kind of a new experience for everybody involved. That's right. Yes, I really need you. Me? Say you never leave me. Yeah. All right, we can fade that down. My microphone refuses to stay in the same spot, but that's okay. Well, if for, okay, first off, I want to say, yes, if we're already parting the kimono, if you will, uh, <laughs> you don't have to count down three, two, one. I know exactly in the song when we're going to come Well, in. I also counted it down really fast, and then we just sat there for like another three seconds. Well, yeah, because we <laughs> waited I started to, the, talking. to the part in the song that I made always, sense. Because have I really done it that exact same time every time? Yeah, that's when it, I mean, that's when it makes sense to do. Yeah. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought I'd been doing, but I don't know. Yeah. It feels professional to count down, even though, because I'm not a professional, I'm very bad at it. Paul and I, on our radio it's show, Paul. he was on the show last week, Peter. No, two weeks ago. Fuck, when is this coming He out? was on the show at some point in the previous past. He, he's been on the show. A friend of the show, Some Paul. of these are being released out of order to make way for holidays, which I'm putting in quotes because really... He's putting it in quotes, and I'm spelling it H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, really, it's because we talked about the Christmas uh, album, which, as inclusive as we like to be on the Beach Boys Boys now, which is very inclusive, Yeah. Uh, there's just no getting around that 50 years ago, the Beach Boys only rec- recorded a Christmas album and did not record a Kwanzaa album. They That's did not true. record a Hanukkah album. Although they did throw one a new, would argue a new it would song. maybe be worse if they had recorded both of those albums. Cause I've heard 10 little Indians. It would Indians. be pretty appropriative. Yeah. And I'm sure not a cool way. The Beach Boys gathered around a menorah wearing like Kwanzaa outfits yeah. oh, on the man. cover of a record. Would be, <laughs> that's a little too Sam Sham and the Pharaohs for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. that yeah, fair enough. Um, do you still need to know how to use your microphone, right? No, I understand. I just have to not hit it yeah. so that it wildly swings away from me and we'll be good. But okay. I can't promise, but I won't be able to not do that. You're pretty drunk right now. There were like four negatives in that sentence. PJ, what are you drinking? Speaking of, we're at the point of the show where, wait, wait, where it's important to ask. Do you have a drop for this? What are you drinking? Of course I do. All right, PJ, what are you drinking today? What are you chugging? I'm drinking a cool. Ahem. Coors. What are you chugging? A Coors Banquet. No, what? I'm what I'm, Peter. What I'm. What am I chugging? Yes. What are you chugging? What What am I chugging? Let's restart. Okay, let's restart. Sorry. The whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get this drop right. You know what that song sounds? I like? I told PJ we'd do this podcast until it was right. Yeah. <laughs> no take. Sorry. What What's up? Uh. What is that song? That song sound at like? the beginning, the dum 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 dum. Come go with me. Yeah, I didn't know the name of it. Uh, That's fine. 
It's only the chorus, but okay. Uh, it sounds like after the whoa, 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 woes, it sounds like I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Like, it feels like that song is mm. going to come in. The one that Don Draper wrote. Yeah, well, the Beach Boys actually did uh, sell that song as a commercial for this product called Come Go With Me. Um, mm-hmm. That was a toilet paper that stuck to your foot every time you walked out of the bathroom. Yeah, it was kind of a novelty gift. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it was a yeah, it was a joke gift along the lines of um, oh, what be good one? Desert. Those little chattering wind-up teeth. <laughs> Just thinking about them. <laughs> They're pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, I don't really know any of. Uh, rubber chicken. Huh. <laughs> what are other joke? What other picture? Wait, picture Christopher Walken's store and hairspray in your mind, and you can think of more joke gifts. Uh. One of those hand, a little plastic hand, arrow through your head. Hand zappers. A hand zapper. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Uh, Giant clown shoes. Yeah, those <laughs> make uh, you look like you have big feet. <laughs> those uh, ribbons that never stop. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one actually. Yeah. So it's like half magic shop, but that's okay. I mean, well, half today, magic is novelty. So we're talking about. It. Wait, what about the chuglugs? But thing? you interrupted my segue. Sorry. Oh, we are way done with that. PJ's oh. drinking a Coors Banquet, and I'm drinking a Miller High Life, the Champagne of beers. Sorry. Lake Champlain, Illinois. That's where we're from. Hashtag Lake Champlain. Yeah. All day. Uh, so PJ, I wish on we my could way surf over here, here in Illinois. You'd be. <laughs> well, you can, because we're actually in Anaheim, which is what mm. I was about to talk about. Yeah. On my way driving over here, I, I drive over here. I only live a block away, but I refuse to walk that far. And he passes Disneyland on the way. So Yeah, right. I live on the other side of Disneyland, which is one block long from PJ. He lives on the other side of Disneyland. Disneyland is at uh, 1001 Disney Disney Avenue. Yeah. Peter is on 1003 Disney Avenue, and I'm on the block right before. Yeah, you're on the corner of the other block. Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. So on my way over here, though, it's really scary. It rained all day today. Yeah, I it's actually Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, but that's okay. It's all the Anaheim people are gonna write at us and tweet at us, so I'm just. I mean, in for those of this that live in that neighborhood, we shorten it. Yeah, in so. the Disney neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We call ourselves Disney kids. Yeah, DKs for short. That's right. That stands for nothing else. Not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah. On my way driving over here today, I noticed it had been raining all day, and now after dark, it is perilously slick out there in a way yep. that freaks me the fuck out because i was just driving around a roundabout and all of a sudden back into my car swishing out of nowhere like yep. it just looks wet it doesn't look icy at all it makes me very nervous for the entirety of the, i'd apparently rather have snow than this because yeah. snow is oh because snow is sometimes. grabby yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, it's not good I'm, so anyway the the ice here in anaheim is god awful it's so terrible and i'm driving home for uh well, you're riding your motorbike. I'm riding my motorbike. Worse. See, this was in my little deuce, in my cherry red little deuce coupe 409. Yeah, and it, you know, the back end always kind of slides in that, just because it's so powerful. Yeah, but even and, more and so I'm, with ice. I'm driving home on my little Honda. Uh, exactly. And yeah, that's gonna be. It's not a, good. A real pain. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's pretty. It's pretty scary. So, um, so today. Yeah. Get it. Oh. <laughs> No, I don't. Oh, today. Just, um, I don't want to date it. ourselves. It's so just, long. it's a pun on the album name. It's a, it's a it's pun on the name of this album. album. Today. The Beach Boys. Get it? Today. Oh, that's very clever, Peter. Today, today, the listener got it. I'm sorry I kept repeating it because the listener got it already. But today we're talking about the Beach Boys today, 
Um, this might be a record for how fast I bring up the album name. I think so. Usually we but wait I'm 45 bored with minutes. P- I'm bored with PJ today, so I have nothing to talk about. I just want to talk about the Beach Boys. Today, I just want to talk about the Beach Boys. Get it? Oh. Thanks. He did All it right. again. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to talk about, PJ? <laughs> you know, this is amazingly early to actually start talking. The only about thing the we talk about on this podcast are the Beach Boys. Well, that's true. It is the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group, which is two times with worlds in the same sentence. Yeah. We realize it, but and neither of us are professional writers, so there's no way that could have been workshopped more to come up with a more clean sounding phrase. So yeah, if you get paid to write for a living write us in on email or via twitter no not uh, twitter oh no. okay just email us in at beachboysboys yeah. at gmail.com twitter's, twitter's for fun emails for professionalism oh okay yeah. well thank you yeah we don't yeah. want we don't want comments on twitter just no, we'd rather you. actually don't interact with us at all on twitter because the last thing we want and this is yeah. the last thing we you want. just keep tweeting us about all the mistakes we make well and it's which just is close to because it's like if people tweeted us enough, maybe on accident, like someone who is actually connected with the Beach Boys would notice us and then yeah. say, oh, someone, these fans are doing a podcast about us. Maybe someone connected with the Beach Boys. Maybe someone like Brian Wilson would like to be on the show. I've met him. But I don't want that to happen if it's just going to be from people tweeting at us about things that they think about the show all the time. Yeah. And in such droves that it becomes popular noticeable yeah. we don't want that did any of the so beach boys have ignore kids? our twitter uh, no there are no beach boys offspring the the name boys dies with all of those members that makes sense the wilson family name is dead once uh brian and carl die yeah. so um i did actually it's a good thing I, I blanked but it's a good thing we started talking about twitter because we do have listener mail so we can get to listener mail wait um, this is a real thing that let we me have? yeah yeah i mean yeah mail. of course we've got so listener mail. let me um play our theme here real quick for listener mail where's that song about fucking postmen fucking postmen yeah the beach boys have a song about how hot their postal service worker is i mean of course and they so. really just want to okay here we go They're actually saying Amalica, so Okay, yeah. That holds up. Okay. So, um, our, actually, let's keep this going underneath. Okay, so our first email, let's see. So we have, uh, honestly, we have too many to even talk about here, but I'm just going to choose the the most relevant ones. We reply to every yeah. single person who, um, who emails us, but we're going to just, we're going to get to kind of the most pertinent, most relevant ones that people who listen to the show might want to hear about, so... Uh, let's see. So from, okay, let's see. So this is from, who's it from? Eric. Eric. Okay. So Eric says, hi guys, Eric here. Okay. We get it. Uh, love the show. Thanks. Long time listener. First time writer. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so, oh, he just wanted to, okay. So he was actually going to bring up, this is in reference to our, uh, Christmas episode. Um, he just wanted Paul to know, I guess, that when you guys were doing that skit about the kid meeting Santa, um, it just looks like he thought, quote, Paul's voice was kind of off for his character. It seems like he didn't work on it that hard. Well, huh. I, I can't really even call that constructive criticism because no. it's not like we're going to do that bit again. Well, maybe next year. 
That's true. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what Eric was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for writing in, Eric. Eric from uh, Minneapolis. Okay, well, not really a surfing yeah. state. Interesting. Go, go to the mall for me. <laughs> Am I right? Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Right, right. Huh. They have a lot of malls in Minneapolis. Oh, I've got one. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Laurel Friesen says, what? Uh-oh. You're doing a podcast? Of course you are. Can't wait to listen. Oh, okay. And then we oh, responded, be warned, there's cursing involved. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's actually, I- I've actually been waiting for my mom to get more shout outs on this podcast because yeah. we've only talked about her like four or five times so far. I know. And so. She needs more. Yeah. Well, so mostly we've talked about how much she would disapprove of jokes about Brian Wilson jerking off. No, you jerking off in Brian Wilson's room, I believe. I the... believe. Oh, we actually have a piece of listener mail about that, but we'll get yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. So she wrote in just excited that the podcast existed. You yeah. know, excited for her son, for a little boy who previously has been leading a very, let's call it dead end life. Yeah. Um. Let's, sorry. Let me start that song again. Being a journalist, working for a newspaper. Hey, that's unfair. I'm not outing you on this podcast. So previously a pretty dead end life, yeah. But now I'm finally doing something that not only I love, but is financially viable and something that will just bring, you know, a lot of good things to me. And so, um, but I just wanted to warn her that there's actually a lot of cursing involved. So a lot of cursing. Like, I'm not gonna say that we don't curse on this podcast because we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean we have an explicit tag. Is co- that right? Yeah, we, it costs on, so much on. Apple's iTunes? On Apple's iTunes, yes. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Well, I, I, thanks for sharing that letter from my mom. I, I promise we'll only read one mom letter a week. Mm, um, I can't promise that. Oh. Well, I am, so I guess I'm going to have to fight you about it or something. No, Because right. I'm, I'm, I'm here ready to promise we're only going to read one letter from a parent every week. Um, although, unless you guys specify in your emails that you are parents, we're not going to know if you're a parent and we're reading more than one. Yeah. So actually, please specify in all future emails if you are a parent or not, because you know what? We're cool young hepcats, and we don't really want to hear from old fogies who have kids. So your experience differs from ours so much, you're probably not even worth listening to. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we have one more from um, Joanna. Yeah. Who? Yeah, so she was writing in about uh, us talking about going to the Wilson family home, which is now a museum yeah. that people didn't know in Hawthorne. Um so, and I made, and admittedly, and I've apologized for this profusely on our yeah. Twitter page. So you can go find my apology there. You can link it in any articles you're writing about our show, about the controversy. But I, I misspoke Yeah, is what I did. I, I would never, ever, ever make a joke about jerking off in Brian Wilson's bed because that would be really disrespectful. And oh, I'm just, I'm getting choked up. It's hard to. I regret it so much. Um, it would be really disrespectful. And so what I actually said was who would be such a jerk off to jerk off in Brian Wilson's bed while I'm there. And while PJ distracts them. Yeah. And so like, that's really, or that's what I meant to say. And it just came out wrong. Yeah. And you know, it's a live podcast. We can't edit this once it's done. It's live to tape. Yeah. So we have a big reel to reel. Yeah. So, but thankfully Joanna was actually just writing in to make other people aware she just wanted to say I'm on your side. I saw your apology, and you should probably let everyone know what I just did, which is that's there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to apologize again. I'm going to apologize every week until it blows over. But right now, I've had to not actually be online because the hate is just so It's just it's been so vicious. rolling in like those sweet, sweet waves that you we know, can go out and surf. <laughs> that's right, and that's a great transition, PJ. How was your week surfing this week? 
How many waves did you catch? If you could rate it on a one to ten, being one is one wave and ten is ten waves. Seeing that oh, it is. Sorry, let me end the mailbag music. Yeah. All right, that's our mailbag. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Keep yeah. doing it. All right, uh, what, what was your surfing week like, PJ? Seeing as it's December, well, January when this comes out, it was sure. uh, excellent. A lot of waves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you say you caught a wave? I'd say, yeah, I, I think I caught a wave or two. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Definitely. How many, uh, how many pink slips did you win this week, though? I know you were talking about wanting to up your count from, like, four to maybe somewhere around five. Yeah. I mean, I just need to own more of those sweet, sweet custom machines. Sure. Uh, and, you know, this week I only did about three because oh, no. I, I had my surfboard. That's, a, that's way down me. from the four you I were know. even previously I doing. Know. I had my surfboard strapped on top, so it created a wind foil. Oh yeah, yeah, well yeah, I could see how that yeah. would lose you some reason. Wait, so but you I didn't, didn't lose I didn't the... we, I tied. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, right. Well yeah, it's the beach was actually they didn't get to they jumped out of the car song game too early. Yeah. They did not do the if you tie, we both keep our cars song yet. Yeah. So they they'll actually get to it in their seventies comeback when they start singing about surfing again. Oh, thank God. So well, thanks for asking. My surf week was really good. Um I, sorry, let me restart the song so it makes more sense. My surf was my surf week was really good. Um, I caught two waves out of a possible forty. Okay. Uh, yeah. That I saw. Mm -hmm. um, there might have been more that I didn't see. Yeah. I go to bed sometimes, and so that's like a third of the day that I'm not looking at the waves. But and then sometimes I was driving the cherry coop um, and seeing the waves out the window. Yeah. Well, it's a convertible, so it's really like over the open top you know i thought you would be having the windows rolled up and uh looking through with the convertible top down yeah that's insane i want the wind whipping through my surfer my bleached surfer hair yeah that makes sense it yeah. holds up yeah so you know i caught a couple of waves as it, as i just said and then um i actually and i've been meaning to talk about this yeah i have decided to stop racing for pink slips and i know i know i know I know that that's really controversial Peter. down here on the coast. <laughs> yeah. This is so controversial. I know. But there is a theory behind it, or there's okay. at least some logic behind it. And it's just because, you know, PJ, sometimes the day comes when the day comes. The day comes when, when I grow up to be a man. And sometimes I just really need to stop doing kid stuff like racing for pinks. Yeah. Uh, watching the waves 24 hours a day. Now I'm down to 16. And That's probably good. Yeah, <laughs> it feels healthy. I feel better yeah. already. You can surf a little better these day. days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it just really feels like something that isn't worth the risk right now, especially with my children on the way. Yeah, I get it. Quadruplets in the womb. Yeah, at the moment. So are you gonna name them Brian and Al? Oh, no, it's gonna be the four Wilsons. It's gonna be Murray, Brian, Carl, Dennis. I'm glad Murray's getting his, his... Murray's getting his due, man. Yeah. M-U-R-R-Y. It's a dead name. It's sad. Yeah. It truly is sad. It is sad. So, do you want to tell us about this album? Okay. Are we transitioning to the album? Well, I don't. I figure we'll transition into you telling me about the production of the album. Hmm. So, you're assuming a lot. So, what would happen on one of these shows if I came and said, Nah, I don't feel like it. You do it. I'd pull up Wikipedia real You'd be quick. Up a creek without a paddle, and then just read it to me. <laughs> yeah. Instead of look at it earlier today, rewrite it a little bit, and then read it to you. 
<laughs> yeah, someone else exactly. might do on this shit. Maybe I could just do it in my head <laughs> real quick. All right. Fun trivia fact of the day. And you guys can tweet in at us when this episode goes live, and we'll see your tweets and get back to you. So it can kind of be like a faux live quiz show. But how many Beach Boys records um, are on Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time? And I know we all dislike Rolling Stone because... They ripped their name off of the cool band. Yeah, exactly. But how many albums? So, you know, when this comes out, I mean, I'll tell you now, it's three. But if you tweeted in when this re- when this podcast came out, but before I said that answer, then we'll take those answers and then draw a name out of a hat. Yeah. Uh, that well, makes sense. Out of yeah. a pair of baggies. And we're then, very we're very listener oriented show. Yeah. Right. So you've just got to promise in your tweet. Your tweet has to promise that you that you tweeted out before I said the answer. Yeah. And then you'll be included in the drawing. So. Okay. Um, and guess which one is one of those three. Which one? Today. Oh. So this is the first of... Initially, we were thinking about doing all three of these 1965 albums in one record. And you know what we said to that? Not today. Not to... Well. Yet. We are doing today. We're doing today. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not summer days and summer nights and party is what we said. Because... Yeah. These records, guys. Those records can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, we aren't going to talk about them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Go to hell. They're every Beach Boys fan's least favorite two records. We know that for a fact. Yeah. I, I read it on the forums. Yeah, right. Yeah. We are on the forums a lot. Yeah. We're just tro- trolling forums, baby. Yeah. Dropping BW memes all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I figured. Oh. I thought I thought you might be talking about Buffalo Wild Wings. So. That'd be B-dubs. Oh, you're right. B-W squared. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, Peter is riding around with his little deuce coupe. That's right. I call her old Betsy. Yeah, calls her old Betsy. I wrote a ballad about her. Oh, uh, I'm I'm just in that passenger seat, cruising those forums while he's cruising down the strip <laughs> on your phone. No laptop. Oh, <laughs> you probably like. Well, I do have Wi-Fi in the coupe. Yeah. Yeah, mobile Wi-Fi. It's a custom machine. It is. That's well. That's true. In 2018, the Beach Boys would probably have a song about Wi-Fi, right? I would assume so. Yeah. You gotta think so. You you gotta think so. You gotta. You gotta. So, so their... they released three records in one year again, like they did in 1963 and right. 1964. Although, Lord knows if the Christmas album counts. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they recorded it in the same year, so I'm inclined to count it. I mean, it, it, it is in the it same year. It was only year, one but... song that was on a previous record, and they re-recorded it. So, we'll count it. So, they've been releasing three records a year. Except the difference is now those records stop being half shitty, so we can take more time to talk about them. Well, although the one we're gonna lump uh, the next two together in one yeah podcast episode because uh, spoiler alert, one of them's at least kind of shitty. So yeah, but we'll get to it. So, but today, ugh, I'm just gonna, I can't even say the name of this record. It's too funny. <laughs> it's just like a pun every time I say it. That's what a pun is, right? I'm using pun me- correctly. Today, yeah. what a good pun on the album name today. What a what a good I think that might be a portmanteau. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Beach Boys today, uh the first of the exclamation point records. Uh in 1965 all three of their albums had at least one exclamation point and one of them had two. I'm seeing Summer Days and Summer Nights as two. It has two. It should have three. It should say Summer Days exclamation point parentheses and Summer Nights two exclamation points. I like that they did the Beach Boys today one exclamation point, Summer Days and Summer Nights two. And then the next one should have had three. Party should have had three. Party should have had three. Party. Party. Yeah. So right now it's just at a party. 
Yeah. You need to pump up that party. Exactly. Although pump it up it, with two exclamation pretty... points, baby. PJ, do you think we should change the intro of our podcast to say the world's number one podcast about the world's corniest surf rock group? Because <laughs> the Beach Boys, I think, fit Pretty every corny. single definition of corny. Oh, yeah. They're 100%. the corniest men and corniest band of all time. Yeah. yeah. I've always said okay. that. Okay. Well, that's good. It just it took me too long to realize, but after today, we have our third like in-record studio tape session thing oh yeah and it's just corny is the only way to describe that they're such so fucking corny. nerds <laughs> yeah or, or fucking nerds yeah that too so the beach boys today was released uh not today huh. it was released march 8 1965 although i do remember the day well yeah i waited in line at my local sam goody to get the record down in anaheim i'm from yeah. anaheim and now i live there too yeah yeah i'm a rare stayed where they were born person snowbird well usually yeah right, right i grew up in anaheim i said i don't want to go to the snow ever so i'm just gonna stay here year round i'm gonna be one of these penguins baby <laughs> like one of those south african penguins that yeah. lives in the sun all day and really hits all the other black penguins y- yeah apartheid penguin yeah okay we might get Sorry, some are you saying mail about that a, a party penguin <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> So I just thought we could use a quick... So we haven't done a band update since the last couple of records because their lineup has evened out and their lineup will stay the same for a little bit for here, like right? the next five albums, yeah. which is crazy. So we're going to... No longer are we going to get band updates, but we are going to keep getting... We're going to get an age update because the last time we did an that's age good. update was in 1963 and it's been two whole years, but that's a lot of years given how young they all were last time. Yeah, now they're like 14 Which one and of them 16. was 17. Yeah, well, yeah. Let me try doubling it. Mike's 34. <laughs> Mike aged rapidly in the last two years. He does look old as hell. So, Brian, what I like to call the oldest Wilson brother. Yeah. Is aged 23. In, in your opinion, the oldest Wilson brother. In my Wilson opinion, brother. he is the eldest of the Wilson brothers. Uh, is aged 23 years old at this point, as of... March 8, 1965. I actually don't know this for a fact. I didn't look up their birthdays and check any notes. But you know, you said it confidently enough. I believed it. Mike is, well, I just know we're going to get mail about it because we're getting a lot of mail about stuff like that. Which, guys, okay, a quick aside about our mail. Okay, so Twitter is for fun. Mail is for serious criticism. But right. you know what neither of them are for? Being a fucking smartass. Yeah. And being like, uh, Brian's birthday is in February. So by March of 1965, who would have been older than that? Because you know what? I don't care. Nobody cares. I don't care. Unless I need to know what Brian's birthday is today to, like, save the world today. or some shit. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Thank you. Uh, you ruined my rant, though. That's okay. We don't care. Stop correcting us on the band members' ages. Yeah. Okay. We're just assuming here, so. Yeah, yeah we're don't, just taking don't fact check wild us. guesses. You, you little you assholes. You little shits. Don't you fucking fact check us. You're acting a lot like Dennis, I have to say being a real mike love over here yeah speaking of uh mr mr michael love is 24 years old of age that is how old i am oh weird okay almost almost the jesus yeah carl the baby bringing up the end is 19 oh that's sweet sweet drinking age he passed Mm, it yeah so they're all chug-a-lugging real beer now yeah except except mike because you know well, yeah, he, he doesn't indulge in that kind of that kind of garbage. Uh, DDS Al Jardine is twenty three years old. 
and Denny is 21. Uh, mostly remember Brian being 23 years old because it will come into play during this record. Very important to know. Yeah. He is a full decade older than the age 13 and a full six years older than the age 17. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> we'll and well, and he keeps screaming on the record, I'm 23! Well, yeah, he is yeah. very obsessive. Yeah. During that one song specifically, there's that part where they're counting for some reason. I don't understand yeah. why. I didn't get it. But when 23 comes, Brian in the back goes, that's me. Hey, hey. Guys, none of the other band yeah. members do that when it gets to their yeah. ages. But when it gets to his age, he goes, and then hey, you, that's me. And then you can hear him get sad when they just kind of gloss over it. Yeah, well, and then Denny oh. tells him to shut up. And yeah. then everyone's like, that's what we always say to Denny. Confusing. Yeah, Denny's starting to get the upper hand here. Well, that's right. He's a man you know, now. Almost a man's son. <laughs> okay. So this is also their first record with no surf or car songs. Yeah, which is fucking it's tight. A bit of a revelation. It's tight. Uh, that they can even write lyrics that aren't about surfing or cars because, yeah. Lord knows, they couldn't before. Uh, according to <laughs> Wikipedia, now their genre is orchestrated rock, which, all right, um, all right. This is also their first album using the Wrecking Crew which Brian famously used for, like, I think all three of the 1965 albums. Well, yeah. not the party one, but the other two. And then Pet Sounds. Right. Um, and then on the Good Vibrations, uh, uh, Heroes and Villains singles. Um, so that's sort of a little historical note for you, those, for those Carol K fans out there. <laughs> I know you're there. Hey, Carol. I'm a big Carol and I go way back. So I was watching a, a little thing about Carol K the other day. Did you watch the Wrecking Crew documentary? No, I was, okay. it was it was a separate thing where it was just talking about it was Carol King, Carol K talking about yeah. uh, just like oh yeah, I wrote like every famous baseline. Yeah, yeah. In the Wrecking Crew documentary that came out in like 2010 or something, there's this really great moment about one of the guys. I forget who it is, and I'm not gonna shout him out because it would make them look bad if I just guessed and it was the wrong person. Yeah. But one of the like core like five guys of the Wrecking Crew. And they, like, go into what they were doing after they kind of broke up and stopped being used that much in, like, the mid-late 70s. He's just telling this story about how, like, oh, in the late 70s was also really hard because my ex-wife broke up with me. Well, I was sleeping with this other lady. But then she broke up with me <laughs> and divorced me and then demanded all my alimony money. And then there were, like, three other, like, talking heads who came up to just be like, oh, Jack or whoever it is. Yeah. Such a great guy. So sad that happened to him. And it's like, no. <laughs> He was a dick. He's cheating and on he his got, wife. And he yeah. got, yeah, divorced. He got his ass divorced. And it's like a 20, uh, not 20 minute, like a five minute part of this documentary is dedicated Him. to like, oh, what a poor dude. Yeah. It was really sad. My made favorite me, made thing me really sad. about Carol Kay is mm -hmm. that she like is well, an she excellent musician. Sexism, man. And it's like, that's what women should do now. If people are sexist, just, just don't be cool, let man. <laughs> Uh, but she just dresses like the She's... most normal old lady now. Yeah. So it's like she'll be talking about how she wrote good vibe, like the baseline for good vibrations, but she's wearing like old lady pants and like mm -hmm. a blouse. Yeah. yeah. Did she also talk about how that record was actually about uh, about take home pleasure vibrators? Yeah. She like did. those weird yeah. ones from Mad Men where you like strap on a Velcro piece of underwear that just the whole thing vibrates. <laughs> Yeah, is that not how they make them anymore? It's <laughs> the only ones I've seen. Well, now they make them, but they're battery operated. They're no oh, longer you no longer you have, have to, to plug them into an outlet. <laughs> women aren't getting electrocuted anymore. <laughs> Old 
ultimate orgasm is getting electrocuted. You like getting electrocuted during sex, right, TJ? That's what really does it for you. I really like those, um, what do you call them, uh, paddles? Cattle prods? Oh. Uh, where every time you get spanked, you also get a little sad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's so like a bug zapper. That's what I'm like into. Like a little tennis racket. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but yeah. sexier. Instead of having a little oh. picture of an electric uh, lightning bolt on it, it's got a sexy lady. <laughs> the outline. With a lightning bolt behind it. Yeah. Okay. Really, I think it just might be one of those bug zappers with a sticker on it. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Your girlfriend really knows how to get it to you, though. Yeah. Or boyfriend. Or neither. Ooh. I'm lonely. Spanking yourself. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, at this time, at the end of 1964, Brian has his first mental breakdown which he describes, I don't have the quote exactly in front of me, but he basically describes as like... He was on a flight. Yeah, okay, here's the quote. The rubber band had stretched as far as it would go, which is pretty evocative for, you know... Well, uh, he's a lyricist. A crazy person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he officially stops touring, which <laughs> there's this really great... So another quote. One night I told the guys I wasn't going to perform on stage anymore. I told them I foresee a beautiful future for our group, but the only way we could achieve it is if they did their job and I did mine. That night, they all broke down. <laughs> Which, you know, they're probably like, oh, okay, so different bass player on tour? Cool, yeah. man. Right on, right on. <laughs> and then just Doing all the turned back songs? to their circle yeah. of beers, and now yeah. Brian took it so personally, he's spreading lies through quotes. And he started using weed. Well, yeah, he also, yeah, he's smoking dupes now. Uh, and with the great quote, it made the music grow in my head. Which, judging from what I've seen of that movie, uh, Love music and Mercy. And lyrics, no, oh. Love and Mercy, yeah. yes, the Brian Wilson movie, Love and Mercy, uh, seems like a very Brian Wilson thing to say about how music comes to him. Yeah. The marijuana made the music grow in my head. Bob Dylan introduced me to tea the other day, guys. You had any? So, also, uh, 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 this record is kind of the first, or is the first record they've done built around the idea of like a full album experience yeah because they kind of have it divided up into halves and that is purposeful to have the like first half of upbeat songs and then the second half of songs that are all kind of seen as like the precursor to pet sounds although i don't I would just, I kind of buy that but I feel like a bunch of the songs on the first side also yeah. sound like pet sounds so I I, don't know. I I think the that's a little weird to me to me the the first half of it was more was more pet sounds i wouldn't say more but i i don't know i liked it better well yeah it's better yeah but. uh so this is this also, is also yeah. after the beatles came to the u.s well true because they came in 60 uh, february 64 well true so well true so on the ed sullivan show we already talked about my memory of the ed sullivan show right you said that crazy old kook do you want to talk about my memory of the beach boys being on the ed sullivan show which i'm almost positive that they were unless i'm thinking of a different show uh, sure. i would love to hear your memory of it apparently it's very good yeah well so i remember it well uh so they performed in 1964 they performed i get around and yeah. it's fine okay so moving on to the record do you just want to jump into it pj let's just jump right into okay, it let's jump into it so the first song on the record, which means that it's number one on the track listing, is this little ditty called Do you wanna do it? Do you wanna dance and hold my hand? Let me get my notes out. You don't have to talk right over the song. Do 
doesn't have to narrate what you're doing for the listener when it's stuff like that. And right now, I'm reading. Let me uh, highlight what I'm going to read on my computer screen right now. Let me watch PJ dial knobs up and down. This is a great song. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for having more words to say about pulling up your note than your note actually was long. Yeah. So this is uh, only Dennis's second lead vocal, yeah. and he does great oh, because he... I don't even know it's Dennis. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> I okay. thought it was Brian. Does he song. do other songs on this album? No, this is the only. Well, this is the only lead. I think he pops in here right. and there as like kind of a lead part. But. This fucking rules. I love this song. I like that the guitar is it doesn't sound exactly the same like every other guitar. Yeah. Or every other song that they've done. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like a lot. It's got a, like some edge to it. Yeah. And also, the production on this is like kind of Phil Spectory. It's very like Wall of Sound esque. It's really good. Yeah, this is yeah. a really so good song. So we are song. in full on, and we'll get to a Phil Spector thing in a moment. But we are full on into Brian's like just copying Phil Spector mode. Yeah. Um. And it is cool. This so like, according to the our liner notes website uh, that we definitely wrote. Yeah. Um, our liner. like so they credit this song with like just having so many layers to it that like yeah. there's earlier mixes where you hear stuff that just gets buried later because they added like four more guitars or something right so there's apparently like a really sick bass part in some early mix that you just cannot hear on regular mix on like the album mix yeah because there's so much more stuff but it's crazy it's awesome how dense it is it's I a really, good song it is well produced it is it's a killer man i mean the lyrics probably aren't great but like i didn't even notice that they were really shitty yeah it's almost as good as uh, it's almost as good as "Don't Worry, Baby," or "I Get Around." Those other two, you know, like lead-off tracks that are excellent. Okay, do you want to hear a little bit of the original version by yeah. Bobby Freeman from nineteen? Yeah. Oh, so that was a cover. Yeah, it was. I did not know that. I mean, this is pretty good too. It's weird. The like salsa rhythm is surprising. I dig it. Featured in the movie American Graffiti. Oh, I've not seen American Graffiti. Yeah. If you like Harrison Ford, it's good, and if you like Ron Howard, it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> just fine if you like Ron Howard. But I mean, he's in it more, but he's not as good. So. Yeah. All right. Next, we have "Good to My Baby." Good to my baby. Good to my baby. I said this song was fine. I love that guitar, though. Peter is dancing like a very, very, I would say, old man at a wedding. A lot of, uh, like, wax on, wax off moves. He's doing the sprinkler now. Oh, he did it both ways. I think that's the lawnmower. Flying a kite. Uh, this song fucking rules. Holy shit, it's I, good. I think it's fun. That guitar part is straight up like one of the best things Brian Wilson ever that, did. Okay, that's what it I said. Fine. So I good. like the guitar a lot. That guitar part, I feel like, should be in a like top ten song yeah. of all time. Song. It's unfortunate. It's only on it's Good to My Baby. Yeah. But it no, is that guitar. So kick ass. Fucking rules. Yeah. So Carl. So like, we are full on into the days where it's mostly. Um, 
session players now. Right. Like, this record is 98% session players. See, I was going to ask you if that was the case because it, it, like, all the music is really good. You know? All of the band members are credited for what they usually play. Yeah. But basically, Carl got a bunch of guitar parts. And Brian played a bunch of piano organ stuff. Right. And, like, everyone else technically credited and played on it, but those are the only two that, like, actually got significant studio yeah. time. So, good for Carl, honestly. And I feel yeah. like I'm right, because earlier I said Carl's surprisingly good for only being, like, a 15-year-old. No. And now he's the only Beach Boy Brian will trust in the studio with an instrument in his hands. He- Unlike goddamn Denny, who just goes in and starts <laughs> whacking around with each other. He doesn't even know what a hi-hat is. He's, he doesn't even play the drums. He's, <laughs> he's just whacking around on the guitars. It's so ridiculous. Denny, man. that's not the drum set. Huh? Denny, get the fuck out. Every single time. <laughs> every single time Denny comes in. He's got to be fucking kidding. Again, Denny? <laughs> You've already broken three pianos. <laughs> um. A good detail and good to my baby is that Brian and Mike trade off on the lead vocals on there. Oh. So Brian sings the verse part, and then Mike takes over on like the pre-chorus thing, and it it's great. Like it works really well between yeah. them. And also, so aside from that guitar riff though, Brian also has one of his very coolest. Okay, so we were talking at the beginning of this episode, or about at the beginning of this podcast, that there are no like great singers in the Beach Boys. Yeah, I present to you Exhibit A, and at least Brian is a good singer. After this. Yeah. We're still waiting. Oops. There's where Mike comes in. I did it too late. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay. This one? That, like thing at the end there oh. that brian does is like legitimately run? so impressive okay like, that is just pure singing talent because most of the beach boys sound very good have like choir voices i would say like they're all on key and they all have great tone of voice but none of them like can do that talented like singer stuff where they can you know warble at the end of notes and stuff yeah. and brian is displaying like a1 level ability to do that on that song like that i still don't I, think it I, sounds like i a am great like voice. A, i've got that like choir voice is like my peak you know yeah singing performance level is like decent person in a choir and i i could never even do okay. his little run that he does there at the end all right it's it's very know. impressive to me it was fine and i like it this is going to be me and Carl's guitar on Surf and Safari now. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, no, it's good for what it is, and you don't care, but that's okay. All right, so now we're going to go to... As a vocalist. The no. most controversial... <laughs> I wasn't doing that. No, I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I was saying I was going to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all of our choir bros write in and tell me how difficult that little move actually is that Brian pulls off there on that verse. All right, so now we have the most Doesn't controversial... Doesn't he just go, Sing! Like... No, he goes... Does he go up? I was not, I didn't know what I was supposed to be listening for. It just sounded. He goes la da. da. You hear it? It's at the very end of that line. Right. Well, now that I know what I'm listening for. At the very end of the next line. 
It's fine. It's really impressive, man. No, it is really impressive. It's fine. It is. Everyone write in and tell PJ how fucking wrong he is. Tell that Peter is an that impressive. He should just go. That is a really Brian impressive Wilson's little singing wiener. move. I will in his childhood bed if he wants yeah. me to. <laughs> if that's right. what he's into, I don't so know. So now we have, uh, "Don't Hurt My Little Sister." <laughs> oh my God, the song "Correct Me Up." <laughs> That's way too loud. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm just jamming out here, Peach. Okay, this song fucking bumps. I love it. I think the instrumentals on this one are... I think... I don't know. The, certainly the best thus far. Well, I, I, yeah, because it's all session musicians yeah. who are amazing. If the vocals were different, like... So I guess if it wasn't the Beach Boys. <laughs> you really have a problem with their vocals on this record? I, I feel like they're all really good. Not on this record, on this song. Oh, okay. I think it's just like the chorus and stuff that I'm not big on. The rest of it's fine. Oh, yeah, the chorus is kind of fine. Yeah. See, I like, I, the, yeah, I like the verses. And they're doing the same thing. This yeah. is Mike on the verse, and then Brian does the chorus. It's pretty badass, actually. It, back yeah. here. it works. Better. Well, it's because Mike had nothing else to do. If, well, if, kind of. If, but if like Brian, on the early, we gotta turn that down way earlier. Oh, okay. Sorry. On yeah. the early albums, um, yeah. Well, I just yell over it. I'm yeah, I, I, I know. I come from a big family. I just talk loud. My family's way bigger than yours. <laughs> How many people? How many people? I've got four How older siblings. I've got twelve older siblings. You liar. Suck on those nuts. So this song is yep. about one of the craziest fucking things in the world. All right. About so, not not touch not hurting his little sister. There's two insane stories about the song. We're gonna start with the least insane one. Okay. The least insane one is that Brian originally wrote this song because he wanted the Ronettes to sing it, and oh, he like yeah. was he wasn't really friends with Phil Spector, but he knew him enough yeah. to like I wrote this song for you, Phil, and like brought it to him, and so Phil Spector took it. And said, okay, we'll go record this. Yeah. And then, no, no big boy. Um, so Brian shows up to the recording session. Phil Spector had changed it into a completely different song. And he kicked Brian out of the recording session for <laughs> it. Like, Brian was supposed to play the piano. That's a real and he said, Phil go Spector home, Brian. Move. Yeah. I'm recording a different song based off the one you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and gave me. Uh, There's so, another crazy Phil Spector story like that. I don't remember what song it was. When he pulls a gun on the Ramones. Pretty wild, right? Or when he murdered that lady. No. <laughs> also, um, he had this singer who had written a song and um, had Sounds a, a lot like my story so far. Yeah, had a beautiful voice Sounds and like, like was written for had her. Had that though. really cool like vocal thing at the end of that one song. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then like so he recorded all of it with her and then she was like, "I'm not making enough money." And he's like, "Yeah," and he kicked her out and hired some uh-huh. other lady to do it. That's awesome, man. Okay. Um, so the crazier story about this song is that it is autobiographical. So the song, the protagonist of the tune saying, don't hurt my little sister. Yeah. is supposed to be Brian's wife's older sister. Okay. Is the first person narrator of the song because Brian, Talking so Brian, to Brian got married at the very end of 1964 to this woman named Marilyn Rovell or Ravel. Marilyn Monroeville. <laughs> this is after she died. Um, so, oh yeah, we looked up pictures of her. She's fine. Um, so. (laughs) She's fine. So anyway, 
So he wrote that about her older sister, like talking to him as the like annoying boyfriend, I right. guess, but yeah. husband. But the part about um, the part about like treat her just like a sister is apparently because he also had like a weird crush on his wife's older who, sister. By the way, was eighteen by the time yeah. this song was made, and he was twenty three. Mm-hmm. On his wife's thirteen year old sister. Oh what? <laughs> yeah. Ew. Um, yeah. So. There's a great quote from our liner notes that says he also became in some way romantically tangled with all three of them before finally marrying Marilyn in December of 1964. That's weird and gross. And I hate it. And then after they were married, he like also quote, basically moved in with the Rovell family. What the fuck? That's so fucking weird, Brian. It's so gross. It's so gross. Like, so he moves in with his... Like, not so, only did he get married... But presumably, he moved out of Murray's house. <laughs> so, timeline. Lived in Murray's house. Fell in love with three sisters. One of which whom one, was 13. Married... Not even the one closest to his age. The older one was closer to his age. But married the middle one. And then moved in with that family to continue crushing on the other two sisters while he was married to one of them. Brian. And just, like, laying there, like, so frustrated every night when he went to bed i guess you fucking and then had to write a weird song about it so that's don't hurt my little sister oh man a song that i always assumed like i just took to be one of their like weird corny songs because it's so like a teenage boy has to like look out for his freshman sister you know like that kind of shit yeah like oh you brought her home from the suck up late asshole but no it's not at all pound you (laughs) It's not at all. Yeah, oh, the older brother's going to pound the boyfriend? Yes. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Give me some gay sex. When I grow up to be a man. It's, it's called sex now, Peter. He digs the same things that turn him out as a kid. 13-year-olds. Well, when he was younger, it was older people. Yeah, when he was 10, it was 13-year-olds. Now that he's 23, it's Do you think at some point during all this, he thought it was the pot that was making him lust after a (laughs) 13-year-old? It's got to be. He just had to throw away his funny stick at some point. Yeah, that's what they call it, the devil's lettuce. Yeah, that's right. Fuck kids. Makes you want to sin. This is a great song. I have nothing to say about it, except that just it's great. I I think all I wrote was, yeah. I like the counting. Yeah. And, like, they stop counting for a while, and then when they start again, it's, like, the next number from when they stopped counting before. Whoa. It's the small details that are important. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I had heard this song before, obviously, and I guess, I don't know, I hadn't really ever thought about it, but, like, within the context of this album, it's a great song. It's also, like, it's a good song without that, but, yeah, it's a pretty good song. I just wrote, yeah. It's groovy. Oh. I think next song there, fella. Sorry, I was making noises in the microphone for a little while. Yeah. Our second Aldardine TDS vocal. Yeah. And it rules. I really like the Denny and Al vocals. You're going to love the late 60s, baby. Yeah. <laughs> when everyone else is too crazy to sing. <laughs> when everyone else is too much on drugs. Oh, yeah. Too on drugs to sing. Denny's just like, my chance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this song is 
so much different than I remember it being. Well, there's like three versions of it. That's why. That's probably the single version, like the most famous version, is pretty different than this one. Is it really annoying? A little bit. It's faster. Um, we'll hear it. It's on the next yeah. record, actually. The single version just gets included on the next record. I so just we'll remember, hear it again. like, the the chorus being like, like "Help me, Rhonda! Help, help me, Rhonda!" If you're just accidentally it. listening to your record, too bad. That might have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't care for it. Because I'm not or, sure. Yeah. No, I love this song. No, yeah. But I don't like the version that I remember growing up. But this version is killer. I like this a lot. Yeah, this is like just one of the greatest songs of all time. Like this song, I have listened to maybe like 300 times, and it just somehow never gets old. Like it does get old, and then I just listen to it again anyway, and it's still good. I I have this song on like 12 playlists that I listen to a lot. I haven't heard it in years because I remember not liking it. So good. It's a, it's a good song. Though. It's mostly very weird though, because it is a song about breaking up with someone and then yeah. asking like a neutral friend to help you get over her. Which what does that mean? You Real know what weird. it means, Peter. Well, yeah. You know. It's just a very weird lyrical basis for a song. But um, so this original album cut has a bunch of these weird fade outs at the end that we're gonna skip to. I love that harmonica. that it does that like three times and i honestly i don't understand the point of it it kind of just made me think that my album downloaded wrong or something yeah it doesn't sound good exactly but i don't know there's that one elvis song where he fades out like three times then comes back in Uh, maybe that was a thing i don't know oh really like four times so it's like oh it's over and then it comes back in and it's like so maybe that was just a thing in the six but it could have been it just doesn't sound that great but thankfully all the other versions of the song don't have it um so also during the recording sessions for this song murray famously wandered in drunk to the recording session right as he does um, popped his eye out yeah and like tries to start helping them and brian has to kick him out of the studio so Let's and that's hear, why he had to move in with his with his wife and her sisters. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, there's recording. That's Charles Murray, by the way. Listen, syncopate a little. What are the words? Say it. Since you put me down, I've been out doing MRI. Show him how to do it just once, Dad. Let me sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Since you put me down. No. Since you put me down, Let's skip to the end and see if we can hear him getting kicked out. I think he could get me too just for that. Yeah. Loosen up, sweetie. Uh, let's see. From your heart, compete with their brains that are trying to hurt you. Please remember that you can only. <laughs> You're so drunk. I'm sorry. I can't talk to you. You can only fight from the bottom. I got somebody's playing heart. the organ and very. If you get to sink from your heart, you do it. But the other guys are posting. Go tell Dennis your pussy ass. He loves that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So that's just worth, you know, making our, our fans aware of if they weren't already. But that's like a, yeah. So, anyway. 
You got and this was, it. by the way, like a year after he got fired as their manager because he was an asshole, and then he's coming in drunk to recording sessions. <laughs> you see, yeah, they're, you know, fun relationship. All right. Dance, dance, dance. Sleigh bells are always kind of jarring when they're not in the Christmas song. I'm used to it because I was in a lot of Beach Boys. Yeah, but that makes aside sense. From that, yes. Yeah, this one's okay. It's like the weakest song out of these first six, and it's still very good. It's still good, pretty good, yeah. Which is saying something, because we are on an insane uptick from the last Oh, yeah. 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 The first half of this album is so like, good. actually legitimately like very good, good yeah. which is something we aren't used to with this band. It's yeah. Amazing. Oh, man, but then <laughs> you'll see how I feel about the rest of the album. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just gradually... I mean, we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. All right, next song. I just wanted to hear that. We gotta wait for the breakdown, baby, so I can dance. While you're doing that, I'm gonna go, uh... <laughs> that was a... Alright, we'll jump to the second half after this break. That's, that's the dance move that they call the Weinstein. to the Beach Boys boys. We're here talking about the Beach Boys today. Today. Their first 1965 release. Oh. So far? I just restarted the song. You want to restart our intro? Nah, it's cool. Alright. We'll roll it. Uh, We're low rent here on the Beach Boys boys. So far? I'm Pete. Shut <laughs> So far, great album. It is a t- a, like 8 out of 10 so far. Yeah. Your thoughts on Please Let Me it is the best ballad type of song they've had this far. But not on this album, I hope. I'm, I think probably oh, no. probably the best one on this album. Um, certainly the best one this far. All this the ones song, on the other albums suck. This, this one is, is this good. This album's version of the one that Brian wrote for his mom. For his mom, yeah. That's what this is. It's yeah. fine. There's nothing special about it. I liked it. I did. It's fine. If it was, like, the only weak track, you wouldn't skip it every time. But the back half of this record gets a little weird. Yeah. All right, I'm So Young. Yeah, this one's cheesy as fuck. All right, all right, all right. So that first lyric? Yeah. Sounds like it is being sung by a man who, first of all, definitely does not have a girlfriend. <laughs> and second of all, the girl who he thinks is his girlfriend is D- definitely not that. his only yeah. one. She's fucking like five guys and he yeah. is so in love with her he wants to marry her. <laughs> That's what this yeah. song is. God damn. What I said about this because uh, I had not listened to this album before was, man, they really shouldn't have put two of these in a row. Well, I mean, it's a whole side of it, but these exactly. two I didn't specifically know that. Yeah. are pretty bad. These are the two weakest songs on the record, for sure. Well, I don't know. All right. Kiss me, baby. Come here, Peter. baby, too. Come here. <laughs> Come here, sweetie. I'm your little beach boy, baby. <laughs> Come here, sweetie. <laughs> if 
my only note for this one was, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. It's not... You can see the genius poking out from Brian in these first six songs. And then in these ones, just like, yeah, more of the same, kind of. Like, the production is still top-notch, but the songwriting isn't there. Yeah, it's great. This one has some interesting, like, melody choices. And, like, that chord change is pretty funky. But she knows me too well. Get this done. This one is legitimate. I don't like it that much. This one is the only one on the back half that definitely sounds like that pet sound B side kind of in a good way. I mean, you can kind of hear it and well produced. You can kind of hear it, but I don't. I don't like it that much. I like it. Like none of the chord changes line up at all, which is very sense. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think it worked on Pet Sounds. It doesn't quite work here. I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Just like other tracks that I've complimented highly, and this one was like a... This one was on the cutting room floor for Pet Sounds. I would have been like, damn. should have thrown it in there, guys. Really? It's great. It's fine. I really like it. All right. In the back of my mind, another Dennis lead. One thing I wrote for this song was the next song better be fucking killer. I I do like the Denny, the Denny vocal. His voice is great. He's got the best one in the Beach Boys, I think. Whoa! At this point, at this point, he's got the best one. Do you think it's maybe just because you haven't heard him that much yet, so you're not? That's probably it. Yeah. You're already just so tired of Mike and Brian. Yeah. Yeah, that might be. Carl's only sung the once. He's done the ones, I think. He's done two, I think. No, Christmas he... and Help Me Rhonda. He did one on the Christmas record. Oh, did he? And okay. Help Me Rhonda. Was it I Danny? Mean, this song's nothing special, but... Was it Danny who was talking on the Christmas album who was like, yeah. Hey, guys, Danny... That's hilarious. I think yeah. about that a lot. <laughs> Danny, you Hey, hey, older bros. I broke into the studio when you were gone. No one will know that I put this on here. Snicker, snicker, snicker. <laughs> you can hear him lighting up a little pot cigarette yeah. in the background. He and his buddies. Where's my buddy Charlie? Yeah. Uh. All right, and the back. And uh, you were saying you were really hoping the next song is good. Yeah, I was like, well, good thing, PJ. Whoa. The last song better it's be the last, fucking ringer. It's their last studio recording. So, I wrote, what the fuck? They're such nerds. Give me. So they're eating. Whose voice is that? I don't know who the woman is. Probably Marilyn. Not the one, but like the, the high voice one. It's like this. Oh. It cracks me up. What'd you give me? Oh, I mean, grilled cheese. That's Brian. Is that Brian? But I think all the Wilsons sound it's it's whoever on the last one was like, hey, you broke my tie thing. Yeah, you broke his tie thing. I think that's uh, Their voices crack me up because they sound like little, little boys. 
the Olympics. Music. I love the concert. That was the best. That, I had a lot of fun. It doing was that. great. I thought it was the best yeah. show we ever played. It was great. That was I thought, pretty I liked it almost. Uh, First show, I only made three mistakes. Well, I haven't made a mistake yet. Brian, we keep waiting for you to make a mistake. What was this place where we had the? That sounded like Al, but I don't know. Oh, that banquet. I believe that was Earl. Not, not. That sounded like. That sounded like a. Not Al. The other one. Mike Love. Put its raw head back on. They're talking about lamb. Didn't take the Coliseum. Burn the hair off. This is about their European. They're sitting there looking at you. All the whole European. And they're eating. They're eating boigas. Yeah. They're eating boigas and, and fries. Well, they've got fries to share. Yeah. That's what we heard. Well, that's right. So that's today. It is the strongest flash we've had yet of how great the Beach Boys will be. Do you think that record deserves to be one of the 500 greatest records ever released? No. Or a lot I was going to rephrase it. Or do you think it should be one of the three Beach Boys records to make it on there, knowing as you do? You know, all the records we listened to so far and Pet Sounds. So far, it's... it's I'm I'm guessing here. I have not listened to all the Beach Boys records, obviously. Sure. I think Pet Sounds is their best one, which I know is correct. And then this one is probably going to be their second best. Really? I don't know. I think this is their best up to Pet Sounds, and that's not really a... This is their best one so far. That's universally agreed on. That it's their best pre-Pet Sounds. I yeah. don't think this is... This is maybe the fifth best, generally. But I also I mean, have some I don't weird know. favorites yeah. for the Beach Boys. In the late 60s, I like a lot of stuff that most people might not like. Yeah. But I have, like, huge soft spots in my heart for things like 2020 and Wild Honey. Um, that I think was that one song? Than today. Was no, that those like, are two albums. Was that, like, 808 and Heartbreak? Those are two albums. Okay. Two full 2020 albums. Wild Honey. So, uh, yeah. So what do you think you would give the Beach Boys today? Today? Not Today, what? Well, today, what would you give the Beach Boys today? Um, well, in terms of an out of ten, I, I did watch a thing with where the Beach Boys played something in twenty seventeen. Yeah, and I'd give them a one. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they're all so old. Was that their like full tour, or, or it was? I don't Carl know. Jimmy Buffett Al was there. And yeah, Mike and Brian. Yeah, everyone alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and, Car- um, is Carl still alive? I believe so. Am I totally wrong? Uh, he's no, he's got to be dead. Well, Dennis is dead. Well, Dennis and Carl, I think, are both dead. He died in 1998. Yeah. Oh, right. He committed suicide before Spoiler! Y2K. Yeah. Is that really well, it why? Was before, yeah, it was because in 1998, but he was really on the on the bleeding edge of tech at that point, so he that's, knew Y2K was coming. And, it, and that's you're not fucking with me? Not at all. That's oh. definitely exactly what happened. Holy shit. Yeah, December 21, 1946 to February 6, 1998, comma, suicide due to Y2K fear. Oh. That's a weird way to put it, but okay. Yeah. It sounds like someone just wrote that off the top of their head. Yeah, it's weird. He was only 50 years old. (laughs) That's so sad. That makes sense. 50-year-olds are very afraid of computers. Well, right, because he didn't want to live the whole back half of his life, you know. So, (laughs) Just generally speaking, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lung cancer. Okay. So those three. And then probably what's-his-name from their late 60s era, who was, like, basically a full-on... Yeah. Um, I forget. I was reading the comments, and I think it's funny how much people hate Mike Love. And well, yeah, he's an asshole. ...are sad for Brian because, yeah, he looks sad. And they hate one of the other guys. Yeah. Um, they they can't hate Al. No one can hate Al. No, no, no. I think everybody, loved, everybody loves Al. Come on. Uh, what was that guy's name? Everybody was talking about it in the comments, and they were like, this guy's bullshit. Uh, not Glenn Campbell. Was it Bruce Johnston? He was their, like, most significant late 60s member. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't know. But, nevertheless, 
people uh, in 1965. He was one of the touring people to okay. play for Brian Wilson. I just know that everybody in the comments hated two of the people, and it wasn't Al, and it wasn't and it Brian, because how could you hate either of them? Bruce Johnston might. No, because it was somebody who was singing. I don't know, but also fucking I mean, Jimmy Buffett was there and somebody else. All right. Yeah. Yeah, me. It sucked. Okay. What would you give it, given that apparently we both very highly rated Shut Down a 5 out of 10? seems high in hindsight shut down we gave that's the car compilation yeah oh it's the one that looks like it is and then none of the songs are about cars and it's actually surprisingly good okay yeah yeah with fun 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 and then a bunch of non-car songs after it yeah okay that was okay yeah that was good seven seven out of ten seven i think it's a seven he's a seven well here's the th i'm gonna have to reevaluate after i hear all of well, them. well that's true i mean yeah it's true not in comparing to other records really but yeah. just yeah okay I'd say 7 out of 10, yeah. You're going to give it an 8. No, I don't think I can go higher than 7 because that back half is just honestly weak. It's like, terrible. If I was listening to the LP, I would just never flip it over. Right? Yeah. Um, well, and that's why I was saying the last song better be killer and like be the fucking yeah, ringer like, on this even, side. Even it, that it, one song that I really like, She Knows Me Too Well, it's not worth listening to the two on either side just to get yeah. to it, you know? Yeah. The first side, super good, though. If it was I just agree. the first side or if it was the same level as the first side, I would have gone eight or nine. Yeah. But oh, yeah. that backside brings it down. You're right. I uh, I have to agree with you. This is the first time I'm regretting not having halves because I would want to go six and a half, but I'm forced to go seven because it's definitely not a six. It's better than that. It's not a six. It's, yeah. So, all right. Cool. Well, so today, <laughs> we talked about the Beach Boys today. <laughs> And tomorrow, ha, 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 we're going to talk about the Beach Boys today, ha, 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 oh. when we re-record this episode. None of this was recorded. What I appreciate... Oh, fuck, you're right. Uh, what I appreciated about this album was um, the lack of car songs and surf songs. You know what? It sort of seems like it's something maybe they should lean fully into in the future. And yep. while they can acknowledge their California roots, because that is a significant part of who they are, Maybe uh, no one really wants to hear car songs or surf songs anymore. Because they um, fucking suck. Or like weird teen songs, like say songs about amusement parks, songs about their old man. Yeah. Songs about dreams coming true or not. Yeah. Stuff like that is maybe stuff that they should stay away from in the future. Um, I would agree. So I don't believe that that is the case, but we will see. Uh, I, I don't know why you'd say that. I mean, we don't know. We haven't gotten I mean, those records I yet, don't so know. there's no way to know. But I just maybe know just that like if they wanted to write a song, say that was called "Amusement Park USA." Yeah, that seems a lot like something they shouldn't do. Following up their best this album so far, yeah. their best and most mature record. But maybe they do it. Maybe it's great. Or maybe it sort of feels like uh, one step forward, two steps back sort of situation. Yeah. That the Beach Boys have now become very known for among you and I because that was all of 1963. Yeah. Was them being good and then. And then the next two albums are sucking like, hard. Like Surfer Girl straight up sounds like it could have come out right before today. But there were four records in between. Them, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, it's not great. That They do just keep. it's And it's got to be some influence from like whoever. I believe Mike Love who wants to keep writing surf yeah. songs. Well and Capital also and, still and feels the, that yeah. they can make money That's off That's what the I was going to say. The so, record like, company. Which is so dumb because at this point, they could have had, like, with all of the albums they've made, probably three really, really, really good albums. But. Well, yeah, the other thing is that they're. If really they just cheap. cut all the 
bullshit. a ridiculous amount of records per year. Yeah. Like, they don't need... I don't know why they're releasing three in 1965. They could have released one or two, and they would have been amazing. Yeah. So it, it is a little frustrating. But, I think um, I've said this about a different album, too, or a different series of albums. The 1963 records were that way for sure. Yeah. If they had combined all of those into, like, one, one album. Or even yeah. two, it would have been a lot yeah. better. But. All well, right, well... I'm starting to like the Beach Boys a little bit more. Because hey, we're starting to get into their not shitty stuff. This, I, it, I did It's get, the surf stuff and the car stuff that I, I know. hate. And I did so, get really excited today because it's like, oh shit, we are like on the verge of them not being obnoxious for like yeah. six or seven albums in a row. Our next episode might be a little bit of a step back. But then yeah. it's like smooth sailing for a while, honestly. Yeah. Like, and especially, it's going to be a long time before they're just straight up shitty again. Right. Like, they might be a little frustrating, sense. but still competent. Whereas, like, yeah. So, we're we're well past it. I dig it. This we was will, yeah. this was a pretty good album. I enjoyed listening to the first half. Uh, there, yeah. I even was, like, I was excited to hear. There was a song where I was just like, yeah. I think it was uh, When I Grow Up To Be, maybe? Or, or... Yeah. The nice help me thing about, it was Help Me Rhonda. The nice thing about how shitty that back half is that it makes you really excited to start the record again. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, and now I get to listen to these six great songs again. I could like, flip it or nah. Yeah. Although, like, so I dig their whole album-oriented listening thing. Yeah. But Do like it better. with a lot of other records, if they had just Ordered shuffled in the bad songs, yeah. it would have been – it would have sound seemed like a much better record. Yeah, because if they had had like that's two the problem. Fast they still songs, have a ballad, yeah. two fast songs, a ballad, fast song, ballad, ballad, end. And like, I, I think we talked this about this every ten album, but instead it's every week we seven. talk about this. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, it's yeah. it's so they know how to make an album, they know how to produce an album well, the but they just don't know right. how to order it yet. Yeah. But they'll get to it. They will. They'll get there. We've been the Beach Boys, boys. Catch you on the flip side of that sick wave. I've been PJ. Thank you.